Hi, and welcome to Podcasting 101 with Rachel. This podcast is for busy female entrepreneurs who run their own businesses and want to start a podcast or who may already have a podcast. I want to share practical information and tips on how you can get your podcast started and managing it along the way. I'll also be interviewing other female podcast hosts to give you real insight into what it's like having your own podcast. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode. Today, I have the lovely Lucy Howell from Howell Virtual with me. How are you, Lucy? Hello, Rachel. I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. (laughs) I'm excited to have you on and I'm excited to talk about Pinterest and podcasts. So just um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your business first off. Okay. So yeah, I've been uh, well a general VA for about three years now, um, but have recently rebranded and moved into podcast and Pinterest management because I think the two pair really well together. And I'm a mum. My little boy is two and a half years old. I'm currently at the moment struggling with tonsillitis. So, um, <laughs> but yes, I've um, been doing this now for, for, yeah, three, three, four years now, coming up to four years. So, yeah, um, I've specialised in Pinterest um, a while ago um, and then recently, more recently, gone into podcast management. So, like I say, I think the two combine really well together and I think if you've got a podcast it should be on Pinterest it's a it's a fantastic way to advertise the business and and what you're trying to say yeah like ever since I think I'm not sure how we came across each other I mean probably LinkedIn I think, I think it was LinkedIn was. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we first spoke and we spoke about podcasts and Pinterest and it is something I have to admit at the time of recording in November, and this episode is due to come out in January, I haven't done anything with Pinterest, but it has been the one little thing that's been like niggling at me ever since I met you, being like, and I yeah. kept hearing other people talking about Pinterest and the benefit, especially with the benefits to podcasting. One of my clients, Hannah and Nicole from Showing It Solo, they do pins and things for theirs as well. So yeah. she's already talked about like she just like on, on a mass produces them all. So I thought it'd be best first to just have a little talk about like what Pinterest actually is because I think there's some a few misconceptions about what Pinterest actually is it's like and then kind of like why it's specifically good for podcasts yeah so I think one of the misconceptions with Pinterest I've been using Pinterest like a lot of people for probably since it first started a lot of people are under the huge misconception that Pinterest is a social media platform and whilst it is a social platform on media (laughs) (laughs) it isn't a social media platform um it is a search engine it's exactly the same as google it's just a more visual search engine it works exactly the same way with seo and unlike linkedin and instagram predominantly and facebook i think but they're, they're filtering that out a little bit rather than using hashtags to find things pinterest relies on keywords that's how you enhance your searchability and your visibility on pinterest um, but there are so many misconceptions that, you know, it's, it's all, oh, you know, I like this flower pot or I like this wedding dress and I'll pin <laughs> yeah. it, you know, and that, that's it. And that's all everyone hairstyles. does. Hairstyles. Yeah, I do exactly. it for hairstyles. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and whilst we're all guilty of it, which is what I use it for, you know, I think, oh, I like that. Um, it's as far as marketing goes, it's actually probably one of the stronger platforms to market a business or a service or a product on. Um the demographics for Pinterest um, 
in terms of that with Instagram, for example, when you go onto Instagram, they like to keep you in that platform. So when you click on something, that's why you can't get clickable links and things like that. You have to physically copy it and go to Chrome and then open a new page to get to someone's page. In uh, Pinterest actually like you to go off their platform. They they encourage that. And that's why you can click on a pin and it will take you directly to someone's funnel or website or marketing campaign that they've got. That's how Pinterest works. They like you to come off the platform to go and shop and buy. And the majority of people that are on Pinterest are on there to buy a product. I think the last count was something like 80% of people are on Pinterest to buy a product not to browse a product um and unlike with instagram where you're unlikely to be found unless you have got a certain amount of followers or a certain amount of you know posts and things like that unless you're kind of you know one of the 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 major players on instagram you're not gonna you're just gonna get lost in the noise somewhere so little businesses small businesses don't really stand a chance on Instagram to to get noticed and get people buying their products. Pinterest, like I say, with with carefully planned keywords and and doing your um, profile correctly and putting the right keywords in, you could go viral without having any single followers, any any history of Pinterest. You could open a Pinterest account, have a really good Pinterest manager um, <laughs> that will, you know, show you where to put your keywords and, and enhance your profile properly. And with one really good pin, that pin could go viral in in a certain amount of time. You know, it's not the same as Instagram or pin uh, facebook it just doesn't work that way mm-hmm. um and i i always say to people if they don't sort of believe me about it being a search engine i'll give you a little test is to go on to google go on google now and try and find a, just type in something like white wedding dress and in the images i can guarantee that those images will have come from pinterest the 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 code at the bottom will be from www.pinterest.com co.uk or .com Mm -hmm. depending where you are in the world and if you click on that it will take you to Pinterest it'll take you to the person's platform and then you can go and buy that product that white that white wedding dress that you've been looking for that's how Pinterest works but you won't find something the same from Instagram for example it just doesn't pull through to Google the same no and uh, that's one thing that is quite frustrating about those kind of platforms I mean LinkedIn even though you can put links in the um in the body of your posts like you can't do on Instagram that highlight they they don't favor those links and you've got to put them a certain way or put them in the comments or whatever the whatever yeah. the latest algorithm mm. hack is or whatever which for is, that is yeah. which is very uh, confusing and makes it difficult to schedule your posts and all those types of things so yeah I like the fact that that is encouraging you to you can go create the pin and someone yep. can click on it directly and take it to whatever the piece of content you want it to take you to, video, episode, yep. blog, whatever that is. I really like that's seems really powerful. Yeah. And with podcasting, for example, you know, I I I use podcasts as kind of your your main source of like for people that are struggling with content use a podcast as your main piece of content and everything else can funnel off it um so you know you start your podcast you do your podcast episode um and then you could transcribe it and oh you've got a blog 
you can take little clips out of that transcription and oh you've got your social captions for media you know for Facebook and Instagram and all of that you can pull things off it you could do an audiogram audiograms you can do on um, Pinterest so you could actually have a pin with your audiogram on there um, linking directly to Apple or Spotify or wherever your podcast is or you know or directly back to your website if you've got it embedded on your website and then obviously Mm -hmm. once people are on your website they can then click into your email marketing and follow you and subscribe that way so it's so powerful it's it Pinterest is is amazing and I think that like I say if you haven't got Pinterest for your business I think everyone needs it and especially podcasters like I say it works really well for advertising your podcast um, and ultimately getting you the results that you wanted from your podcast if that's you know advertising a service or a product or something along those lines yeah so time is a factor is the main reason why I haven't like decided to invest or or spend you know create that to to go into Pinterest because you know thinking about it's another thing to do to implement into um, the process that I've got into, I mean, I break down my podcast is my main piece of content and then I, and I use it in that way to streamline my marketing. Um, how much kind of extra time, is it quite easy to create the pins, um, off of, you know, once you created your social media content or whatever, is it quite easy to create those pins off of that and batch them perhaps as well? Yeah, so there is a, a platform that's sort of specifically designed for Pinterest for scheduling pins, which is mm-hmm. called Tailwind. Um, oh, okay, yeah, I've heard of that, yeah. And Tailwind is fantastic because Pinterest, they like you to produce new content. That's what they, rather than repinning someone else's content, right. they prefer you to put out new content. That's the content mm-hmm. that they're pushing at the moment. That's their okay. algorithm. So whilst you could you could have a pin saying something along the lines of um you know top 10 reasons to listen to my podcast and then that could be your your first Mm pin a brand new pin could be 10 reasons why you should listen to my podcast another pin could just be changing the colors on that top 10 reasons to listen to my podcast or so you've suddenly got three pins with pretty much the same title but they're Mm -hmm. slightly different so it's not that time consuming to change mm. the pins um, and they recommend sort of three to five pins per day. That's which is, okay. it sounds, it sounds a lot, mm-hmm. but when you're just tweaking, you know, a color or you're just changing one little image on it, you've suddenly got a brand new pin. So it's not that time okay. consuming. Tailwind um, is fantastic because what you do with Tailwind is you put in your, title your call to actions what you want people to do do you want them to click the link Do you want them to click the pin you want them to follow or subscribe you put in your title of your thing so top 10 reasons to listen to my podcast and it will create multiple versions of different pins based on different colors it will design different pins for you so all you need to do then is go oh I like that one I like that one and I like that one and I like that one and I like that one so you've got five pins all of a sudden and then you can just schedule those five pins so you can do it on tailwind within a matter of seconds or you can do it manually yourself Mm -hmm. it's obviously more time consuming and doing the manually version but tailwind is brilliant is that on the free version or is it a paid version? So free version, you get, I think it's something along the lines of you get up to up to 100 pins 
on the free version that's like mm-hmm. per month which sounds a lot but when you're being asked to do five pins a day or more to kind Mm. of make it noticeable that doesn't really tend to go that far um Mm. they may have even reduced it down to 50 now I think maybe actually yeah Yeah, I think it might even be 50 so it is generally more on the paid version that you're going to get the most benefit out of Tailwind um Mm -hmm. but as I say you could do you know the free version and then do the rest manually um yeah so you depending can combine on the two mm-hmm. yeah so you combine you know do a week's worth of your free version on tailwind and then do another three weeks on on your you know your, your what are my words <laughs> <laughs> on your manual version that's yeah. the word I'm looking for yeah um, are there any other so, schedulers that schedule to Pinterest or is it just Tailwind so most yeah so most do um I I use Buffer um for like my yeah. general social media just because I I I, I think Hootsuite is uh, as, as great as Hootsuite is it's just ridiculously expensive Buffer I love it's easy it, you know it syncs really well with what I want it to do the only thing with other platforms like Buffer and Hootsuite, and I think there's another one called Crowdfire, and then you've got Metricool and things like that, all of them are great, but sometimes they have problems with adding in the sort of like the clickable pin link. So with Buffer, for example, you can put your header and your title and it'll give you what do you want the pin to do. But it doesn't always generally tend to work. I found that a lot of my mm. pins that I've scheduled, they're not actually going to the link that I want them to. Um, that's frustrating, isn't it? Which is Can't annoying. Rely on it. Mm. But Pinterest have got their own scheduler version. Um, so you can actually directly schedule on Pinterest and you can batch the pins okay. on Pinterest. So that's what I do. So mm. I will go in, um, I'll create a pin drop it into one and then just do my, my title and everything and my keywords and then I'll just click plus 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 and I've got five then and I, I just drop them in then straight away and that's it right. and they're done um so it's I, I actually prefer just doing it directly on Pinterest and forgetting okay. the other scheduler platforms but mm-hmm. um Tailwind or Pinterest is my version of, of doing yeah. it yeah, I, I, I do try to batch my content. I've talked about, I've had episodes on this podcast talking about batching, yeah. um, depending on what works for you. Um, my friends, Hannah and Nicole, they do six months worth of content in one go. They actually had a full circle content challenge in October and I went to the masterclass and I knew they batched their content. They always have some wonderful brand photos as well. And they're not in the same province in Canada. So they meet up like every six months and kind of do their stuff. But it's amazing how much stuff they get out and manage to create from the podcast episode. Yeah. You like talking about repurposing, like, you know, you, 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 it's, it was amazing. Absolutely brilliant. And what they do with it. And I think she might batch all of her pins as well and, and do that. It just depends on what works for you and your schedule when it comes to batching and trying to do. But I know that when I try to do them on a four weekly basis, but recently it's been like eking out. And then I find myself, I'm still doing creating because I haven't left myself enough time or something's come up, you know, all all those things. And, And I'm thinking perhaps maybe some things like your evergreen content, you know, have like perhaps for pins and things if you can just get into a flow and allocate this much time you can do the you know create all these pins that can be great for your podcast or whatever it is that you're trying to 
um, yeah, for exactly. your business as well as um, your podcast. So when you started doing it, what kind of, um, I'm just thinking about the engagement that you get on, on the pins. So compared to the other social media platforms that you do do you get yes. just like so much more yeah so I'll be completely honest my my own Pinterest if anyone goes on my own Pinterest is terrible it's dire because I just haven't got the time to do my own Pinterest I very occasionally schedule stuff onto Pinterest <laughs> it's um but for yeah the I think the other thing with Pinterest as well um compared to say Instagram I say Instagram um the half-life getting technical mm-hmm. um of a pin now is so much longer it's longer lasting than it is on instagram so you can instagram is called instagram for a reason it's instant that's what it means so any engagement you get is kind of an instant thing and then once that kind of initial half-life of your instagram post has gone that's it it'll never get found again on instagram it won't get re-brought up until someone reposts it or shares it or or along those lines Mm-hmm. Pinterest is a slightly slower burner for a platform so it can take on average about three months for you to see good results for it mm-hmm. to measure how well you're doing on Pinterest so we always I always say to clients look you need to give me three months with Pinterest mm-hmm. to be able to see the results of it don't go checking it tomorrow you probably won't get any views there'll probably be like three people on there mm-hmm. and then three months later it'll be you know up in the hundreds of thousands or it'll be even you know some people have got millions of viewers and millions of followers on Pinterest so the pins last a lot longer on pin on Pinterest than they do on Instagram. So when you're cycling content and podcasts and things like that, we always I always say to people, you know, if you've got like a Christmas offer, for example, you want to start marketing it in around August. You want to start putting your Christmas pins, your Christmas products, everything that you're going to do for Christmas out in August on Pinterest so that by the time Christmas comes up and people are searching Christmas gifts for my husband or Christmas gifts for mom mm. and things like that, your pins have already had that time to to get that traction and get that growth so that they're already right on the top of the platform. They're already right there. Yeah, I can see what you mean. So it's had time for people to view it and to get the, because I mean, when I look at some pins and things, I, I don't know how recent some of them are. And when I look back, I like looking for my hairstyles, you know, just to use that as an example, you know, some of them I've seen before and they come up multiple times. So yeah. with that, like you're saying with Instagram and like, like you say, once you post it, it's, it's, it's out in the ether and then it's, it's less likely to be, you know, pulled back up again. Yeah. Whereas, like you say, the longevity with Pinterest with the pins is much, much more. Exactly. So I've just, <clears throat> I've just double checked the facts on this, right? So the half life of a, a Pinterest pin is three and a half months. So I was right in in mm. terms of the three and a half months. It's three and a half months. So a pin will last on Pinterest in the in the visibility for it to be found for three and a half months. Now to put that into perspective for people that are on other platforms, a tweet is only it'll only last for twenty four minutes. So any engagement you get. <laughs> is 24 minutes that's it and then it'll die it'll go and no one will see it again you know unless anyone reposts that exact same pin uh, Mm -hmm. same tweet that's it the half-life of a facebook post is 90 minutes so it's slightly longer than twitter but not much longer so an hour and a half and a facebook post any engagement you get that's the maximum engagement you're going to get 
Um, so in concept, it's one a Pinterest pin is one thousand six hundred eighty times longer than a Facebook post. Um, so if you've got content and you've got a product. It needs to be on Pinterest because it's going to last so much longer on Pinterest than it is anywhere else, um, which is why, again, it goes back to the thing of it's not a social media platform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So also I'm thinking, so I've got, you know, at least 30 odd episodes in the bank, potentially yep. more when this airs. So and I've created audiograms for those and I've got I've created social media posts and things like that. So would you recommend as a starting point? creating pins using all of like repurposing oh, the old content definitely not old but you know starting there yeah and then kind of creating stuff with the new because a lot of this information and it's easy to forget and I talk about this a lot that it's still relevant a lot of it is still very relevant to your audience so if somebody's you know just, just discovering my podcast now they've got all these other episodes that could be helping them so that would probably be a really great place to start is looking at what content you've already created and yep. creating the pins is that what you kind of recommend if someone's kind of starting out on pinterest definitely and and the 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 three to five pins per day that sounds terrifying but Really, say for example for you, so you could put one pin with a direct link to the 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 podcast itself, but then you could do another pin off the back of that. I don't know obviously how your kind of setup is for your content and how you, but you say you use your podcast as your pillar for your content. Mm -hmm. So you could do one pin for your podcast, so the direct link to Apple or Spotify or wherever it is. If you're pulling that information and you've got a blog to that same podcast do a pin to the blog you know do and then you can do an audiogram so you've got three pins already off mm. the back of one podcast episode um and then you could just do two others I don't know where else you, your other posts go to but if you've got a you know a marketing or a, a, a offer or anything like that that you've got there's another pin that you can do so you can say you know listen to my podcast grab this here you know or grab my top 10 reasons for doing a podcast or whatever your promo is mm -hmm. so you want to kind of what I tend to tell people is not to post the same link so for five Why, okay. pieces of content you don't want to be posting the same link so you don't want to be saying you know you've got your five different pins but each of those pins are going to exactly the same place, like your website, for example. Mm -hmm. um, because what will happen is you can actually get kind of like essentially kind of like shadow banned on Pinterest if you keep repurposing the same link. So what you want to do oh, is you want to say kind of they don't like that. They like you to go to different places. So with one podcast episode do one for your website one for your blog it's it's still on your website i, I would assume probably but different... it's taking it's different link right slightly different link so that's okay then as long even if because yep. i've got um yeah my podcast is integrated into my website and but it's if you click on each individual episode it's got yeah. a different kind of url Link, yeah, so that exactly. would be okay that oh, would be fine good. yeah okay. and it's not you're not going to get you know automatically shadow banned if you've got one podcast episode and you do post the same link because they all yeah. go to the same place it's only if you're it's every single day for example like a lot of uh, service providers like mm -hmm. you know like us for example that don't have a physical product to sell we're selling mm -hmm. a service um 
obviously if you've got a shop and you've got products then you're going to have a different link you're going to have different yeah. shoes handbags dresses you know everything that you can advertise but for us it's a bit more difficult yeah so if a lot of service providers will all of their content is on their website so their their blog is on their website their offers come off their website you know and it does make it difficult to find different links but it's you're not going to get shadow banned straight away it's only if you're consistently doing Mm. it and you're only posting to you know howvirtual.co.uk howvirtual.co.uk however you know and that's it and that's the only link you ever do what you want to do is mix it up a little bit you know take someone to your blog take someone to your homepage, take someone to your link tree account if you've got it Mm -hmm. you know take someone to your email marketing to sign up over there and and do it just mix it up a little bit that's all yeah just stops you from getting shouted at by pinterest (laughs) you know pinterest prison (laughs) (laughs) so what would be like your top tip for someone with a podcast wanting to start with Pinterest, what would be your kind of like top piece of advice or top tip? So I would say top tip on Pinterest, don't be frightened of it. That's the main thing. I think a lot of, like I say, a lot of people kind of think because they don't know a lot about the platform and they don't understand how it works. Don't focus on it too much. My top tip would be know your audience of to who you're advertising to. So is it women in business? Is it mums? Is it women over 50? Is it men that you're marketing to? Know your target audience and really get that in your head because your keywords that you need to use are going to come off the back of that audience. You don't want to be selling a product to women in business and then only finding the, you know, teenagers under the age of 14 are looking at your pins. It's just, it's, it's irrelevant. You don't want it. And if that happens, you've done something wrong with the targeting. So you need to be really clear and really specific in your head of who you're marketing your products to. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a really easy way of doing it, but I'll give you a link to that and show you how to you know show your audience how to find keywords but it's really easy to do it but you need to know in your head who you're marketing your product to in order to be able to get that target audience found on Pinterest. Yeah I mean that is really important and that you should in your podcast have a good idea of who you want your podcast to reach as well. Yeah. Um, so hopefully you I mean it, it's always it can be quite hard narrowing some of those things down but it's a really good exercise to do for your business and for your podcast in general is really knowing who you want to target and what keywords are going to be relevant for those for those people well thank you lucy it's been such a great chat today no problem you have some news as well don't you do you want to tell us a little bit about your news Yes, so I have got um, a little bit of news. So I am in the process of setting up my own podcast, which is going to be called, based on my name and my tagline, uh, How Can I Help? <laughs> I <love that>. um, <laughs> it just seemed like a... So it's going to be a a podcast basically with mums and mums in business predominantly I'm not discounting dads obviously I want to get another perspective (laughs) but originally it's going to be mums in business um just to kind of have a chat with them really and find out any you know issues that they've had with you know being a a mum and and maybe working from home and things like that when they've got children like I say I've got a two and a half year old and it's so difficult but you know we do it and we are doing it and I look on LinkedIn every day and see so many 
amazing women out there that are like you know they're running a a, a six-figure business you know mm. or, or more even and they've got you know two three four kids even you know um and they're all toddlers or they're all you know they're all at home and things like that mm. so it would be great to kind of talk to other women and other mums and find out you know what they're kind of key tips are for other people and you know what their struggles have been as well with getting there so that's kind of where we're yeah. going with the podcast I really I really like listening to real life stories um yeah and hearing how people who are you know just like you often it's it's quite easy to um kind of think that you're alone alone in it and even though you know you aren't it's so easy to fall in into that feeling like like when I started my first podcast was um virtually inspiring podcast that was talking to VAs and how they got for their journeys and that was what something that me at the beginning of my journey was really interested in knowing like how did you actually just start and do this and you know a lot of them were mums as well and it's so interesting hearing people's route to it and it's all very different so I think that's um it's going to be a really good podcast to listen to in the in the mumpreneur I know some people don't like that uh, yeah I know that's why I try and say mum's in business yeah (laughs) do you know my the jury's still out I get why people don't like mumpreneur because it's like it's like saying all womenpreneur you can't be an entrepreneur but I think in terms of um I don't necessarily think it's like a. I don't think of it as a derogatory thing. I think I it's don't. Just like I like specifically. It's, yeah, it's like it's catchy. But, you know, it's just a yeah. slang way of saying it's just a slang way of saying mum in business, yeah. isn't it? You know, awesome yeah. person in business. That's it. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit longer, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, person for now. <laughs> yeah, person so yeah. person for now. Yeah, we won't go to that. <laughs> um, well, do you want to let us know where we can find you if people are interested in having Pinterest for their podcast? Do you want to let us know the best place to yeah. find you and where you hang out? Yeah, so uh, my website is uh, uk. Facebook, Instagram, um, all my social media handles are at Howl Virtual. So pretty simple and straightforward to find me. <laughs> That's great. I'll link it all in the show notes as well, just so that make it easier for people to find you as well. And Bad. thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about Pinterest. I'm sure I do have some more questions, so potentially we might do a follow-up episode <laughs> and definitely you've inspired me to be a little bit more proactive with getting into Pinterest. I just definitely. like those those odds let's say not odds but you know the the um interaction and the engagement you were talking about it sounds extremely exciting so I would (laughs) think I might have a look at that so thanks very much Lucy and we'll speak to you soon no problem at all Rachel thank you for having me (laughs) okay bye bye thanks for listening to the show if you'd like to connect with me or get in touch then head on over to my website If you liked the episode, then I'd love it if you could leave me a review in your chosen podcast app. Your feedback is much appreciated. See you next time.